Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Welcome back, everyone, to our next episode of the Imperfect Podcast. Yes, welcome back. So, Mom, I wanted to start off today. Uh, I have a little joke for you. Okay. As if you've never heard it before. Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Orange, you glad I didn't say banana? Mm, as if that's not the oldest joke ever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my actual preference um well anything would be this one but my preference would be uh your homemade knock knock joke from when you were about <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna say three years old yeah it's one of those jokes that i'll probably never live down because mom brings it up time and time again um uh it was a knock knock joke when i was younger and it was knock knock who's there bag bag who bag of chips i thought i was so funny at what how old was I? <laughs> I don't know, three or four, but obviously the joke wasn't funny, but the funny part was watching your anticipation to, to, you know, spit out the punchline and then laugh hysterically as you, you know, bent over and over and, you know, this over-exaggerated laughter and hitting your leg, you know, your knee. And that was, was the actual funny part of the joke. It was pretty cute, actually. Yeah. And now we still laugh to this day because of <clears throat> my reaction to that joke not even the actual joke yeah. um so we've all heard the expression that laughter is the best medicine but mom and I were talking and we decided that we're going to look into the other side of humor today and um jokes that could be doing more harm than good without us even really thinking about it yeah um just in talking amongst ourselves we um have shared with each other how jokes have impacted our lives at different times and usually when we think about humor and jokes we think of happiness and positivity um one of my favorite types of comedy is slapstick actually uh you know stuff like jim carrey and the three stooges where somebody bends over and gets hit by the you know the board goes past their head and when they get back up it and i think of for my age group uh, i think of the wipeout game um that was something I don't know was played Saturday morning something you'd watch with your father and go ha ha look at them bounce off that ball and never make it through the obstacle course and and again get hit in the head when they stand up and think they've finally gotten it Jim yeah. Carrey is is uh, known as a slapstick comedian as well he's one of my favorites it's just you know when you say Jim Carrey I think of certain images I'm sure we all do that pop into your head of different shows he's been on but one actually there's two that come to mind with him actually there's three (laughs) one would be uh his character from Dumb and Dumber uh that was hilarious in my opinion you know not everybody shares the same opinion um also I don't know if the scene was that he was in court or what he had tape all wrapped up over his face (laughs) and it was up his nose you know it just so hilarious to me and another one maybe it was a court scene and he was so frustrated and he's just like it's actually a gif actually both the tape the tape one and this one are are gifts and yeah to me even just to think about that makes me smile 
Yeah. So in the, the terms of like Jim Carrey or the Three Stooges, like in situations like for me, it's more prominent with the Three Stooges because you boink the head and then they turn around and they boink someone else's head and you're laughing. Um, but the irony of the situation is that we're actually laughing at someone else's demise when you look at it that way. It's funny because yeah. we're laughing it off. Look at them getting hurt, but we're laughing at their demise, even though it's acting, but we're just yeah, in, a, in a stage situation. It's funny to watch, but yeah. um, I'm sure I don't stand alone when I say, you know, you're in the kitchen and you pull something out of the oven and next thing you know you you hit your hand or you it's too hot and you drop the pan and everything goes on the floor and you're thinking great and someone inevitably comes along and says you know would you do that for <laughs> something like that you know that's not quite as funny <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. after preparing for today's episode it is strange to sit back and look at all of the ways that we actually use use humor um it's often used inappropriately and sometimes as a cover for other things in our lives that we're trying to it's kind of like a look over here don't look over there kind of situation mm -hmm. um yeah i even when you were younger and i know you were self-conscious about your ears mm -hmm. and uh we had a lot of discussions you know kids kids can often uh, be quite cruel. And I had to help Kennedy figure out a way to get over this insecurity that she had that kids, of course, just zoned in on. And I said, well, you know, after discussing with her, what's what's going on? And what are they saying exactly to give? And I just wanted to cut you off there just to give a bit of background, because for people who don't know me, um, right, when she yeah. says self conscious about my ears. Um, I mean, I'm gonna just say my ears were quite large. They still are larger than most but I've since had a surgery to um, try to correct some of that it's nothing wrong was with my ears it's just how I was born with them and so like mom was saying I um, I was bullied in school for this and so I'll let you continue the story mom. yeah so uh, my you know you, you can't very well hide them and you know I knew we were anticipating a surgery coming on later in her life but what were we going to do for now you know while kids were making making jokes at her expense so I said well if they're laughing at your ears right and you know upset she said yeah and I said what about if you turn the tables on them and and somehow you could make them realize that you were laughing at your ears. And then suddenly for a bully, that becomes not such a fun game anymore. Yeah. So um, the situation, just... the situation kind of becomes self-deprecating. So it creates like comedic relief, um, but it kind of gave me power in that situation again. But it also um, in different situations can kind of be a cover of oh, well, I can laugh about myself, so you don't have to. And it can eliminate eliminate you feeling worse about yourself because of someone else making jokes about you. Right. So um, what we had come up with for her at the time was uh, when someone would make an ear joke to her, she her response, instead of getting upset or running away, would be, what? What? Because my know, ears okay. are so big. Right, yeah. right. And so actually, I think that that was a, a pretty useful technique for you, was it not? Mm -hmm. No, it, it totally eliminated the bullying. Um, but yeah, just like I was saying, it it, it becomes self-deprecating in, in different situations, not just in that particular situation. Um, some people will do that on purpose so that they others can see that if they can make fun of their, themselves, well, then 
mm-hmm. you can't make fun of me it's not going to break me down yeah it's kind of the whole concept of Seinfeld really and what's you know what Seinfeld about or friends about is is them la- them presenting scenes that we find humorous because we see you know the resonance in our in our own experience in our own it's life. relatable so it's relatable it, yeah yeah it certainly is and so again it's and look how popular it was and how, how long it was on and now we're watching reruns of it so mm-hmm. yeah that that can be an actual you know comic relief for us watching but the whole concept of self-deprecating humor like we've all actually I've done it you know you ate something that you shouldn't ate maybe you're trying to watch your weight and then you make a joke about it to kind of cover the shame I guess really is where where it's at so you know you'd say instead of saying yeah I ate the whole bag of chips you turn it into some kind of a joke like I I ate them because you know my my kids just left them there and they had to be eaten you know right. we don't throw food out haha right or you're and looking then, in the mirror and you turn around and you go oh where'd this extra roll come from haha ha. yeah. Like you're you're trying to make yourself feel better about it as well as everyone else in the room knows, like you acknowledged it, but at the same time you're making fun of yourself. So, yeah, I think, I think maybe to do that is to stop somebody else from doing it for you. Yeah. Yeah. So this can also be known as satire because we are criticizing human flaws that others can understand or relate to. So a good example of that would be Saturday night live. So where they imitate celebrities and, they put on a show people can relate to that because oh my gosh that so much looks like so and so or they're acting so well like so and so so it becomes very relatable yeah it always amazed me um how saturday night live could replicate someone's look or uh their voice it's, yeah. there's never a question about who they're trying to be i mean i know they have professional uh you know people running the scene there and doing makeup but phenomenal yeah. Yeah. And this can also get political too, but that's beyond the point. Um, so another way that one can present their humor is how they deliver their jokes. So have you ever watched a comedian that doesn't laugh at their own joke and it makes it extra funny because yeah. it can sometimes be monotone or there's neutrality in it. So people never really know when, where the punchline is, where's the joke, when's it going to hit me? Yeah, I have someone in my family like that. And it's 100% like the the no expression on the face, like you don't even see it coming. So. Yeah. Yeah. So this is also known as dry humor, too. So um, Mr. Bean would be a good example of that. Yeah, so sarcasm can sometimes be used in this sense, too. So um sarcasm can be presented in such a way to almost test the waters with people. So it's this perception of I'm going to say this in a sarcastic tone and see how you react to it so kids will sometimes do this too in different ways so they'll they'll hit someone and then when they realize that they're being reprimanded for it they'll go oh I was just joking (laughs) because they realize they're in trouble for it yeah Uh, also things like passive aggressive comments backhanded comments and hidden meanings can be used in with a sarcastic tone right so you're never really sure if they're saying what they mean or if it's a joke right and there there's a level of protection there too for if someone's intent is 
you know, to bully, they can always follow it up with just kidding or gosh, can't you even take a joke, you know, and even sometimes publicly shame you just calm down. Wow. You're so sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. And this dynamic can happen in many different settings, like school and the workplace within family. Like, I think that's probably where it happens the most, to be honest. And um, in this dynamic, a person just slowly chips away at the other person and makes them feel powerless with sarcastic or funny insults and they can just write it off write it off with like mom was saying oh I was just joking but meanwhile mm-hmm. you've said their hair looks terrible or whatever it is right and then at times it can become the kids normal you know if there's kids in the home and and they see this dynamic going on so not always a great idea yeah so sarcasm is also a type of humor that requires a tone of voice, body language, body language, and other like nonverbal cues. So this is oftentimes why sarcasm doesn't translate well through text message with, and if you're not including emojis, then even more so, how are you supposed to take this message? Um, It just isn't perceived well, because you need that body language, you need that tone of voice. So it also um, stands to question if like sarcasm is saying, you know, oh gosh, you whatever it, it it just begs to question if these people actually mean what they're saying or if they're meaning it with malintent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing about humor is it can be pretty subjective uh what i find funny might not be what you find funny some people like dark humor some people like slapstick um you know, there's, there's all different kinds of humor that uh, we came across, even things we were very familiar with, but we didn't know what the p- particular name was for them, like dark humor, blue humor, um, things like family guy, which, which deals with risque topics and off color jokes, you know, that sort of thing can be labeled, labeled as blue humor. And I didn't even know there was a term like that. Yeah. And it also can, there can be situations where like you were saying something that's funny to you may not be funny to me. Uh, I think of my boyfriend in situations. Oh, look at this funny TikTok video about mechanics. (laughs) Uh I don't know what you're getting at. So it also, um, it's also about your background and what your interests are, not just about, um, what you might find ridiculous in one situation or not yeah I I guess if we look at that and your history really is a big part of what you find funny and what you don't find funny I mean some some is nature and some I think is probably nurture as well yeah yeah so uh just as a last point we also wanted to bring attention to the fact that humor can sometimes also be used as a decoy or a mask uh, to avoid uncomfortable or unbearable situations. And we kind of touched on that a little bit earlier too. Mm -hmm. Like depression. Um, I know a lot of people that use depression as uh, not use depression, use humor as a way to smoke screen their own depression. Yeah. Um, Also to lift the mood, you know, if if they have other friends that are experiencing a, a low mood. Yeah. So as popularly said by Robin Williams, comedy can be a cathartic way to deal with personal trauma. So um, as an example, like we mentioned before about uh, when people are making jokes about their weight because they're uncomfortable with it, they make Mm -hmm. jokes themselves because they're feeling down and out about it and they use it as a cover and like Mom was saying, like a smoke screen. So 
oh, well, I can laugh it off. So it, it's not serious. Yeah. Um, another way that we found that humor can be used and in all the examples that we found it, totally relatable, we just, again, hadn't really thought mm-hmm. too much about how and why people use humor. So um, in our society, women are kind of known for being more in touch with their emotions. So that often leaves men with nowhere to put the same. I mean, we all have the same emotions, Mm -hmm. but if women, you know, it's okay to cry or it's okay to go out with your girlfriends and talk, but all guys can do is pat each other on the butt at, Mm -hmm. you know, some sports game that leaves a big gap there. So uh, in our own lives, we've experienced that, that men often can use humor as as a type of getting some of those emotions out that is a socially acceptable way to do it. Right. We found that across the board too in things that we were looking up for this show. Yeah, and of course it's not limited to men, but we wanted to point out that it's uh, it seems to be, in our experience, prominent in men because like mom was saying, that where's the outlet? If, they're, mm-hmm. if society's putting this pressure about you're supposed to be strong about it, well, that emotion is still there. So how am I going to deal with it? Well, I'm going to make a joke about it and make mm-hmm. everyone else laugh about it. And then it's not a serious situation. Right. So we understand the irony in today's episode. You know, here we are talking about humor and joking. And the episode actually ended up being somewhat of a downer because of the particular topics that we handled and especially the last few. Yeah. And we just felt it was important to bring attention to this because it's something we were talking about in our personal lives and things we noticed. And then we headed down this rabbit hole and we were like, oh my gosh, yeah, like the three stooges, like they're totally making fun of someone getting beat up on television, even though it's acting. (laughs) Um, So it was just um, something that kind of piqued our interest. So we hope that something might have piqued your interest as well um, and just makes you question your interactions with other people. So now I'm going to be like, someone says a joke to me and I'll be like, was that sarcastic? <laughs> Were you, Are you making that? fun of me? <laughs> yeah. So we did want to lighten the mood a bit because like mom was saying, it is kind of a downer on humor for however we managed to do that. Uh, so we just have a couple jokes that we wanted to say. So I'll, I'll start off one. Uh, did you hear the one about the guy whose left side was cut off? He's all right now. <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> How about the cheese factory that exploded recently in France? There was debris everywhere. (laughs) Debris. (laughs) And a termite walks into a bar and says, so is the bar tender here? Anyway, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. Uh, Like we said, we hope that something piqued your interest or might just make you go, hmm, every once in a while. Uh, It definitely made us question and uh, learn a lot. So yeah, we'll see you next episode uh, on Monday. Bye. If you or someone you know has a unique story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at theimperfectpodcast at outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week.